0: It, I
1: Welcome back to the Source Code Podcast, the Cypher's weekly news wrap podcast with input from our sources. This week, researchers warned that a macOS variant of the known XLoader malware has resurfaced. The malware is disguised as an office productivity application called OfficeNote, said Phil Stokes, a threat researcher at Sentinel One.
0: XLoader is a malware which we reported on this week. It's an info stealer that's it's been around for a few years, um, initially in a Windows version, which you know com- goes back something like till twenty fifteen. But uh, as a Mac version, the first time we saw it was about two years ago in twenty twenty one. And then it was being distributed as a as a piece of Java software, which meant it was kind of limited in its targeting since Java isn't shipped with, with Mac OS uh, anymore, hasn't been for, for over a decade. So that limitation was also interesting because it was kind of specific in the sense that the only targets that would really be found with with Java nowadays are, are business targets, right? So the X loader we discovered and published about this week is similar in functionality to the old one in the sense it tries to steal the same things like saved credentials in Chrome and Firefox, um, anything saved in the user's clipboard. But this time it didn't have this Java dependency. Uh, so now it's written in C and Objective-C, which are sort of native languages to, to the Apple pla- platform. Uh, and it's been distributed as a um, fake Office productivity app called Office Note. Now, the app isn't real, and when users try to launch it, it doesn't do anything other than throw a, a hard-coded error message. But while it's doing that in the background, it's you know installing some persistence, it's stealing these things that, that we mentioned.
1: Stokes said that the malware presents a threat to businesses and that organizations should have the necessary protections in place.
0: Now, for this new version to use, a fake productivity app, again, suggests that Xloader is targeting workplace settings So it's a concern that, you know, this could lead to theft of confidential business data, uh, could lead to further compromise of of business network. The application was signed with a a valid developer signature, which Apple has since revoked. But we expect to see new versions with new signatures before long. And what we haven't seen is Apple haven't actually added a a malware signature to their own malware protection tools called XProtect. So it's important for users and particular organizations that they're deploying some other malware protection other than just relying on what's built in.
1: In other news this week, researchers discovered new details about two different malware families in use by the North Korean state-sponsored Lazarus Group after uncovering a campaign by the group that targeted internet infrastructure and healthcare organizations in the U.S. and the U.K., Ashira Malhotra, with the Cisco Talos Intelligence Group, talks more about the campaign.
2: In this latest campaign conducted by Lazarus, um, we observed uh, the threat actor uh, targeting um, entities in Europe and um, uh, the United States. Uh, What we saw was the exploitation of a known vulnerability in the Manage Engine Service Desk application, and uh, this resulted in the deployment of a previously undisclosed implant called QuiteRat. Um We've spoken about uh, other implants of Lazarus in the past as well. We've spoken about Magic Rat, which is very similar yet distinct from Quite Rat, and both of these uh, malware families are based on the Qt framework, which is a software development framework. Um, other than Quite Rat, we also saw the group. Uh, using a uh, collection rat, which is yet another rat in Lazarus's arsenal. Um, you know, the group likes to keep on generating new malware all the time.
1: By further looking into the group's reused infrastructure, Malhotra said that the Lazarus group has appeared to change its tactics, increasingly relying on open source tools for the initial access phase of their attacks instead of post-compromise
2: what we also observed was the continued usage of previously disclosed infrastructure uh, in you know previously uh, public reporting uh, the group continued to use this which is very uncharacteristic of lazarus and by tracking this infrastructure we were able to find uh, another implant which belongs to an open source uh, framework called uh, demos or dimos c2 and uh, What's interesting here is that uh, we saw them use this implant in the initial access phase. Um, a lot of the open source tools and dual use tools that uh, uh, Lazarus uses, such as uh, Impacket or Mimikatz, are used in the post-compromise phase. You know, this is basically when the threat actor decides that an organization that they've compromised is of value to them, and they will then start ciphering off uh, data from uh, the enterprise network, the infected enterprise network. In this case, however, we saw the adoption of DIMOS C2 in the initial access phase during the compromise. Uh, So basically, uh, as soon as the compromise is done, Lazarus likes to deploy their customized implants, but we also saw the deployment of uh, DIMOS C2, uh, which is an open source framework. So this is a slight shift in their tactics where they are increasingly adopting open source tools along with their custom uh, bespoke uh, malware as well.
1: Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code Podcast.
2: While you were happy